Forty chess. Yeah. Forty chess. Huh. Forty chess. Let's get it. Forty chess. This a trade show, Patreon where the trades go Tapping and watch, that's what you came for Ain't gotta say my name, they know my name, bro What's good, man? We got McNutted in H.E.M. Always start off the show with a trade from them You should always make sure that your trade is in Patreon, why not be a Patreon? Know you wish you could spend every day with them Tap in and say what you gonna say with them Stop home and can fill up a stadium Next time you log in, make sure that you bring a friend We about to kick off, let the day begin Go follow the socials, 40 chess FF is posted If your trade is an F, you get roasted Go like and subscribe for the crew Apple, Spotify, and the YouTube You know Cooper got the wall too Let us give you a walkthrough 40 chess This is 40 chess What's up everybody, welcome back into the Dynasty Trade Show As always, Mike, that's Adam I gotta do it this way it always throws me off, right? Left, left, right. I'm not good with my hands. I'm not good with my hands. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, just a reminder, if you want your deals featured, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Uh, the $5 tier gets you access to the trade show. Drop them in. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome in. What we do here is we break down deals, real deals from real leagues that cost real money with real people, and we give real advice. We don't just slap a fresh coat of paint on something and call it our own. We make it our own. <laughs> so here we go. Adam, you ready to do some yeah. deals, buddy? Man, oh, I'm ready to go. Too. Yeah, go I ahead. I almost forgot this part. The, probably the biggest thing, 30% of the people who watch our videos aren't subscribed. What are you doing? Help us out. Come on. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the like. Interact with us. And if you really want to be a part of the community, patreon.com forward slash South Harbor. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, salesman. I, I won't lie. I mean, listen, you, you tune in, 30% of you, you see Mike or myself, and you don't want to sub. I, I get it. I totally understand. But do it for South Harmon, then. Do it for the shitheads. You know, if not do for us, for do it for them. You know, Adam, I can tell you this. We did a giveaway at 1,000 subs because it was such a big deal for us. Yeah. If, if we hit 5,000 subs, I am going to go nuclear, ballistic, RIP company credit card, son. <laughs> The giveaway on that one will be ridiculous. As if, as if the company credit card stands much of a chance currently, but uh, it definitely is dead. Expo, then. It's not Expo Week. We're good. Every week is Expo Week. Um, not really, but uh, yeah. If you want your deals featured, Patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Also, if you could go check out SouthHarmonFF.com forward slash Warp. You'll notice we talk an awful lot about Warp. If you're new to that or that's new to you, go check that out. It can seriously help you win your leagues. $6.90 a month. If you're playing in anywhere upwards of two leagues, that investment is going to smash for you. So uh, last and final push for you. Before we get into what we always do, we start off with one of our own. We start off with Iowa Michael. Oh, what no, Michael what did. I do? We don't know. We're going to find out. Um, it's normally ever good, to tell you the truth, but let's see. So we got uh, Josh Jacobs, Michael Pittman, Cole Komet, and Romeo Doves being acquired by Mike. A uh, cast of characters here. For a 24 first, 24 second, 25 first, 25 second, and 25 fifth. I like the fifth being thrown in there. Essentially, we got uh, a first and a second in both 24 and 25 uh, sent away 
for these four characters. So, Mike, as a 12-team Superflex PPR best ball start 11, shit boredom. Uh, somebody must have been bored making a trade like this. What do we got, man? Talk to us. <laughs> we were bored. It's also a different scenario, too, from this year, from last year for me, anyways. A lot of these uh, best ball startups, you know, we always pick direction early and we were pushing all their picks in. And yep. you know, here we are, damn. <laughs> week six, week seven, and I'm still holding on to all my 24 picks already. It just, at some point in some of my leagues, I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> it's kind of like that company credit card. Eventually, was burning a hole in Mike's pocket. He had to get it's rid gotta of it. Gotta go, thing, man. You know, it's gotta go. Uh, as you can see, Joe Will rebuilding. Uh, you don't take all this back if you're you're competing, right? Like in the best sure. ball league, there's there's no chance. Like you're not getting rid of four pieces that are have potential of making your lineup because mm-hmm. <laughs> you want a twenty four, I mean, twenty five. I would hope not in best ball, but hey, suboptimal. I'm, I have seen suboptimal. um, I've seen all all sorts of things, Mike. All right, so let's talk about it from Chill Will's aspect, right? I'll take myself out of it, and then we can dunk on me later. If you're Chill Will for this package that you're 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 getting the the two first, the two seconds. Uh, from a team that is trying to contend or currently contending. Is this enough for you? You try to milk it a little bit more, or do you go, I'm good, I'll get off this stuff? Um, if I'm if I'm liquidating, right, uh, Pittman I got to get a first for. Um, I think at, once I get a first for him, the rest I can have discussions for. Like I want to get a first for Jacobs, but the truth is, Maybe, I think maybe. the reality is that he's not truthfully guaranteed to get one, and I'm not trying to hold that asset for long. So if I get my first for Pittman, and I get, I need at least, I would say, two seconds for Jacobs. So if I if I just did that, right? If I did two seconds and then a first, now I have still a first to play with and a fifth. Mike, I, I think if you got me a first for Jacobs already, like if you just gave me a first for for Pittman, a first for Jacobs, boom, check those boxes off. Then you tell me Komet's a second and Romeo Dubs a second. Like I'm, I'm more than happy getting off these guys in a in a rebuild um, for this type of liquidity. So I'm not saying you you made a bad deal. I think that mm-hmm. I just I think that for Chill Will side, this is if you are going to sell these assets, this is, I mean, in best ball, about as good as you're gonna fucking do. Like I really think that's that's the case. Like you're not gonna get much more. Now you could argue more than a first for Pittman, but. Outside of him, I don't think anyone here demands, like, you got to have a first. Jacob's obviously is close. Right. right. We went back and forth about 47 times on this offer, too, and copious amounts of vodka, at least on my half. By so 40, half number was, 48, you kind of yeah, just, yeah. yeah. All right. When, you know, once you get that third or fourth vodka in you, then, you know, you, you relax a little <laughs> we, bit. You loosen up. You know, we, were two, we, were, we were two counters from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, right? <laughs> Fifty Shades of McDonough. Let's do it. Um. For my aspect, though, you know, kind of like how you broke it down, I'm thinking Jacobs first, mm-hmm. right? Just if you want to say it's a 25, I just put it out there. I really like Michael Pittman, and I really liked him with Anthony Richardson. I like him even more <clears throat> with Gardner Minshew. Not that I think Gardner Minshew, don't, don't take this the wrong way. I don't think Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback than Anthony Richardson, but he brings a different dynamic to the offense as far as throwing the football like a ton. Right. Yeah. He he's he's not gonna vulture goal line work. He's let's not call gonna it, vulture a lot call of it rushing yards and first downs, right? Stylistically different, you know. Very, very stylistically different, right? So like in order for Michael Pittman to score fantasy points, I want the most amount of opportunity for him to be the one because you know it's it's my scoring. It's it's a league I set up. You know you're getting points for first downs, right? <laughs> like 
to get the most amount of first downs, I need the quarterback to throw the ball to Michael Pittman, not run it himself. <laughs> All right. So Michael yep. Pittman, I would say just generically, I'm, I'm kind of with you. He, he's definitely worth a first, at least a first. Um, and I'm kind of willing to like tack a second on if I have to. So for me, when I'm looking at it, and this is vodka eyes, 25 first gone for Josh Jacobs. Okay, we're fair. We're copacetic. 24 first, 24 second for Michael Pittman. A little steep, but, you know, I'm kind of willing to upgrade at the wide receiver position, add another body. Cole Komet comes in for 25 seconds and, you know, the fifth or whatever, you know, for him and Dobbs. Even though I'm not a Dobbs fan, like, if I were to package them all together, I feel even better about the the overpay for yeah. for Michael Pittman. I'm like, best ball, here we go. Give me four pieces. You can just have draft picks. I don't have to send shit back. <laughs> right? I just cut four turds off my roster, and now we're good. I like it. Mike's looking at this. He's doing the math with some fat guys, and he's saying to himself, where art thou, Romeo? You know, He thinks he's getting him for free here. And, I mean, you could definitely argue that um, Romeo is kind of being thrown into the deal here. Um I, I think it really depends on what you believe Jacobs goes for in a league like this. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's closer to a first, Mike, you definitely definitely made uh, made out on this deal pretty well. If if you if people are basically like, nah, I'm not paying a first for Jacobs in this league without you doing this, I think maybe you gave him more than he ever would have gotten. I think that that's probably the crux of the deal is what what would the other ten people in this league value Jacobs as? Because yeah. You know that that's Pitt, Pittman and Komet are pretty like solidified to me. Pittman's a first, Komet's a second. Romeo's, uh, I want him on my best ball teams, but I don't really care about his value. So, right, um, I think the deal falls on Jacobs, and I think I think this is also a good time to talk about like if you do have liquidity and you do have the ability to make a trade like this in best ball, like this is probably a deal that helps both of you guys right now. Obviously. You right. have a little more risk as far as players getting hurt, but you also have all these picks that weren't scoring you any points at all, and now you have four people that literally could go in your lineup any given time. And, and here's the thing, too. like You take stock of your team, even though I was drinking. right? I take stock of my team, and I go, how am I constructed in this best bowl? Like, this is a fresh startup from over the summer. I'm looking at my assets, and I'm looking, and I'm going, and Christian McCaffrey's balling out of his mind now this is before he he might miss some time he might not miss anything we, do, we don't really know but he's balling out of his mind i got saquon barkley i got derrick henry okay already i'm looking at him go my running back room is is old i mean we look at running backs in one year windows anyways but <clears throat> why not maximize these guys right right, got right kenneth walker zeke you know jerome ford and i'm going how can i continue to keep adding to this like jacobs mm-hmm. yep. could i add him Right, we're we're starting eleven. It's not like super deep, but it's best ball. So I, you know, how much I love depth. <laughs> I just love having options. And probably the biggest thing is when I looked at my wide receiver room. You know, at the top, I'm 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 great with quarterbacks. Let me throw that out. Right, Patrick Mahomes, great start. <laughs> right, like right. that's the quarterback you want to have. And then Mac Jones, C.J. Stroud has been nice and. R.I.P. Ryan Tannehill. Like it was nice while I had you for the first, you know, five and a half weeks we, uh... occasionally. Salute you for your service. Thank you, sir. But the wide receiver room, it was like D-Hop, Terry McLaurin, Michael Thomas, right? So, you know, typical Mike, how I how I build my wide receiver rooms. One just a bunch of dudes wide receiver, rockers. two maybe, you know? Right. And it was the same thing because it's a fresh startup over the summer. You know, you're not always going to get everything that you want right off the bat. It's really hard to make a complete team. My tight end room was, you know, held together by Taysom Hill and Hope. <laughs> Shanu Smith and Will Disley and 
you're going like Cole Komet would be almost a weekly in my lineup, right? Whether he's a difference maker or not, he's better than the shit I have most times than not. So you're looking at it, you're in a position. I don't think I'd lost more than one game against the median up until this point, Adam. I'm going the team's ready. My running backs are on the older side. You know, why am I still holding picks, right? If I can get a deal done that makes sense to me, makes sense to the person who wants to sell off the pieces let's pull the trigger let's push all in and let's make a run for it and uh this is going to be one of those you're going to see maybe in in five weeks i go man jacob's got hurt <laughs> Pittman, him and gardner could never get on the same page cole Komet evaporated as soon as justin fields left the field and romeo dobbs is uh is who we thought he was <laughs> that, and now i'm down I'm down all my picks, which in 24 may not be a big deal because I may have won enough games where it's, you know, 109, 108 at worst. But uh, then 25 all of a sudden doesn't look as rosy. You're going, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. But it's a gamble, and it's a gamble apparently with three vodkas in me I'm definitely willing to make. I like it. I've got this visual ever since he started talking about his tight end room of, you know, He's doing an infomercial, and he's got Flex Seal, and he's got Cole Komet just pacing over that hole right there, plugging that up, and he's good to go. Um, Cole Komet. Flex, Flex Seal, Cole Komet, McNutted. Let's go. I love this. I swear if you make a thumbnail of that of me <laughs> slapping Cole Komet. <laughs> it's going to be happening, man. Don't you worry, buddy. Oh, it may no. not be today. It's going to be somewhere. All right? We're going to make that uh, visual definitely take place. All right. We got Polar's, Polar's Express. Um getting a 24 first, a 24 second from Schlumpf. Schlumpf always seems to be having the picks and trading the picks away. Now, these are his own. Um, but he's acquiring Devontae Adams, David Njoku, Michael Thomas, and Ryan Tannehill. This is a 12-team Superflex PPR best ball start 12, the best ballers dynasty. Here's the thing for me in best ball. <clears throat> you want multiple pieces, and you can look at hindsight with Ryan Tannehill the way it is, and you go, eh. Adam, we don't really know. Maybe in three weeks he's back being the starting quarterback and he's still scoring fantasy points. Like nothing's going to be out of the question really with this Titans team. Or he could be shut down for the rest of the year and they go, we're, we're tanking the shit out of it. Here you go, Malik Willis. Here you go, Will Levis. <laughs> it's your thing and we're done with Tannehill. But the thing is you got one asset at least where you go, Devontae Adams and the way he plays and the amount of fantasy points he scores, if I'm on a contender – He's almost worth that that late first and that second, even in a best ball league. Now, the beauty of it is it is best ball, so you throw in two other assets that aren't completely worthless, like Michael Thomas and a David Njoku, and this is a, a contender's move in best ball. Like, this is what I would do. We just saw it, right? Take a couple assets, especially draft pick. If you have the liquidity or you still have it laying around, you go get four pieces. <laughs> you add them to your best ball team, and you go, these four zeros that were sitting on my bench – get out. <laughs> you guys are worthless. I don't need to speculate on you anymore. And now I have four options that weekly have the potential to make my lineup. And this one's even deeper, right? A start 12, add another roster spot to it. So love it. Yeah, man. Love this it from his sense. I think maybe if I was Polar Express, here's the thing when you're rebuilding, sometimes you just got to take what's there, right? You can do this song and dance about holding out for value and maximizing everything. But you know, if you're rebuilding, Get the points off your team and get rid of assets that can go to zero or be almost worthless. Like, who's trading for Ryan Tannehill today in a best ball league as a contender? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Now, nobody. 
to that, to that, I, I, well, I agree. I, let me say this. I agree with that point. The point of there are times you have to take, um, what you don't think is full boat, right? Because you have to get off mm-hmm. of people. Now to the point you just made today, Ryan Tannehill is probably worth nothing. See, now one thing I will tell you is I'm not in the market of giving away shit because the way I look at this is David, uh, David and Joku is worth a second, like straight up best ball second minimum to me. There's in best ball. You can't argue anything lower. Um, Adams is I worth a first. Yeah, he admitted that good. <laughs> That's fine. Like I'm, I'll, I'm not. I'm not sending. I would buy David and Joku on every every build, probably even lineup for a third round pick. Yeah, yeah. So like, he's he's worth a second. Now is it like, oh my god, I got to get rid of the you second just, for him? You no, just needed to take away that adjective before where you said at least a second. That's <laughs> like okay, he's worth man. a second. Pause. He's worth a second. <laughs> okay, David and Joku is worth a second. Devontae Adams is worth a first. So let's remove the at least and let's talk about where the fuck is the at least for these two assets in best ball that can score. And he, Ryan Tannehill doesn't, let's say he doesn't score for four weeks. Mm-hmm. Why? He, you telling me he, he, you're guaranteeing me one, Ryan Tannehill doesn't play quarterback for somebody next year. I don't know if you guys have seen the cast of characters being marched out there. My Cleveland Browns just got a guy off the street essentially. All right. Like Ryan Tannehill's not dead even for this season. It's week seven, people. He's, would you be surprised, Mike, to see Mike Vrabel be like, nah, man. Like, I've seen enough of, of Willis and Levis for these whatever weeks they're going to be. Like, Tannehill's our starter when he's ready to go. No, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Not at all. Michael Thomas, I mean, talk about, you know, the return of the dead. I mean, Michael Thomas is actually okay this year. Like, he, these are pieces that are worth something. A third. I, shit, can you give me a fourth? Like, I'll take a discount, but I am not taking free because – Free is like, okay, when Tannehill's hurt, he's worth more than this. Like, it's right. just, it, that's my big, big, uh, my big problem with the Polar Express. Mm, I'm not as hard on him <laughs> or her or them, whatever. I'm hard, whatever I'm hard on them all. All right. I grade <laughs> trades as they should be, which is in best ball, start 12. Come on, Mike. You just talked about depth. This is not worth two pieces of, of assets coming back. Now, again, if you can get a third and a fourth even, I don't love it, but you got something. You got to get something for Thomas and Tannehill. I'm not just going to give them to you for free so you can have Adams and, and Joku at, at you know fair price. I don't know, man. These these are all old, old assets that go to zero in a heartbeat. Sure. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's me softening up. Right, I'm getting more soft, but on my rebuilders item, like I'm, I'm not a stone hand anymore about holding for maximum value. Like you give me 60, 70, 80 percent, like this is the best I can do. I'm gonna float offers out to other people, right? I'm gonna shop, and that's probably where I do most of my work is on my rebuilders. Like those are the ones that I, I concentrate most on. And if that's the case, like I probably have a good idea what the market is. And if I do, then all right, like here you go, like this is the best I can do. Fine. I don't know. <laughs> Would I, I you mean, like to see more? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with I you. don't know. Like, let's talk about I don't know. Let, let's go back. Let's go back two trades ago and tell me how the hell four assets, which are Michael Pittman's younger, but Jacobs could go to not zero, but low quick. A lot of these other assets are not guaranteed value. 
and we got a 24 and a 25 second on both sides of them. Now, I'm not saying this is the exact same value. You got more value, but the, the, the principle is there's, what is it, four for four and five for four there? This is... Well, this Maybe is two for four. Press ain't it as good as a negotiator as chill. Like, as well, then damn it. Will, that's my point. I was on the vodka. He knew I was on the sauce that he, he knew the floodgates were open. That's exactly <laughs> the point, man. Negotiating skills, whatever the tactics are, whatever the reasoning is, I will allow it, but I will tell you it's not good enough. This is just, there, there's no way you should be making a trade of this caliber for in best ball. Now, if this is lineup, I can totally have a different conversation because you're saying, like, I'm just trying to get off of these old assets, which probably I don't get anything for anyway. In best ball, every piece matters to me. So um, big, big difference for me in that one. Hmm. Fair. Fair. As I said, I don't totally disagree with you. I'm just uh, a little bit more easy on old Polar Express here. Sorry, Polar yeah. Express. It ain't Christmas. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Chill Will 82. Chill. Let's go. A.J. Brown, Luke Musgrave, Jordan Addison. Benny Fowles getting Justin Jefferson in a third, Mike. Okay. A.J. Brown and Jordan Addison. Or, uh, well, and don't, don't let me dismiss Luke Musgrave, although this is a lineup league. And Justin Jefferson in a third. 12-team Superflex PPR lineup start 10, the dirty dozen. I can tell you this was one that was uh, discussed with me in DMs, and I told him I kind of liked it as is, and I see he worked a little extra in there. So what do you think here? Even if he didn't work extra in there, if you just went AJ Brown and Jordan Addison for Jefferson, it's yeah. the AJ Brown and Addison side by a billion, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, Th- this is it's this definitely is the, it's definitely that side given the injury for me. Yeah, I want to I want to acquire Justin Jefferson, right? But I'm not I'm not giving you this. <laughs> Here you go, man. <laughs> I'm not giving you this. I'm not letting you off the hook. So uh, th- this is pretty easy for me man if, if i'm a contender and i had to pivot off of justin jefferson even in a lineup start 10 i'm pivoting one to his teammate who's a rookie who has crazy insulated value every time he does anything and uh aj brown who's uh putting up a monster monster year right yeah. this is even factored in luke musgrave lineup start 10 i honestly i really don't give a shit about at all yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm good man that's that's the a warp tight end life that's the the guy i sell anytime somebody's like i'll give you a third form he's yours yeah you know, have fun i see that's the piece that he worked in and i mean honestly you could probably make the case that you'd rather just keep the third here um i will yeah. say though for a lot of people that aren't about the a warp life or the league's not fully bought into that like musgrave typically has a market that's higher than that you know sexy enough young done enough that people might pay more so i could see it more for flippability or shit maybe you have one of these teams where you just didn't really have anything else at tight end and you're like nah give me this too and we're good either way that piece is ancillary for me the third and luke musgrave i think in value are similar um right now musgrave might be tantalizing for some people if they're still buying tight ends or trying to chase the next big thing the big part of it though aj brown and addison for jefferson so right now, if you have Justin Jefferson and you're contending, you're probably – it's one of the hardest things to, to navigate because Justin Jefferson doesn't only project it so far into the year before the injury game, if you just looked at his warp, he wasn't the clear runaway like he was last year in warp, right? Wins over replacement mm-hmm. player. He wasn't the strongest, but he poses still the ability to be the most – differentiating wide receiver in points per game in warp, right? He still can be that. 
and he's young. So the market for him is just ridiculous. Now, that's all well and good when he's playing. But when he's not and you're a contender and he's on he's not just not playing, he's on IR. I mean, he's going to miss 4 weeks. Yeah. Middle of the season, during bye weeks, in a lineup start 10, unless you're just I mean, oozing with freaking depth and and studs. You may not be able to like navigate all that without Justin Jefferson in there, right? Just next right. guy up, New England style. You get to pivot to AJ Brown, who in points per game, in difference making warp, could be could be every bit of, of Justin Jefferson, if not more. And you get Jordan Addison, like it's not ever gonna probably feel good to sell Justin Jefferson unless you're getting something like this. And if I'm getting something like this, I'm I'm happy as could be. Like I know people probably don't do this when he's healthy, but I'm telling you right now in lineup start 10, I'm considering doing this trade even when Justin Jefferson's healthy. So when he's hurt, I'll take this for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's a good point here about him. If he's healthy, right, we're in the ballpark yeah. at least. Yeah, we're, we're, we're playing the same sport. <laughs> we're on the same field. Right, uh, we're, we're, at least in, we're at least in negotiation talks, I mean, right here. Th- right? This is why it's so bad when he's injured, right? Not only are you missing that time, but to Adam, I mean, we talked about it right after, and you and I got into a nice little disagreement about it. But then the reports came out that, yeah, after four to six weeks on IR, you know, whenever the case is, they're going to re-image his hamstring and then decide right. what he's going to do for the rest of the- And, Adam, you're looking at a potential of four, five, maybe six losses for the Vikings between now and then where they're just completely done, like it's over with. And uh, if I'm Jefferson, it's like <clears> – <throat> I ain't coming back and risking shit, man. I ain't risking another hammy. I ain't, I ain't getting this injury label. Like, I'm just shutting this shit down. Pay me my money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it. it's That's definitely it. possible. I mean, you can't and, guarantee and that, it, but if that happened, n- nobody could be shocked, right, if they had a big skid and he's not considering coming back. See, I kind of had that opinion, so I sent out some offers thinking maybe other people shared that sentiment, and obviously they all got declined, and people were like, I'm a contender, but I ain't selling. He's coming back, blah, 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 blah. It's Justin Jefferson. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to bookmark this one, and I'll come back and see you here in about three or four weeks when those L's on your fantasy team start piling up, you know, when they start taking a toll, and then we'll see. And I tell you what, the price wasn't A.J. Brown and Jordan Addison when I sent you, and I guarantee in three or four weeks when your your butthole relaxes a little bit, it sure as hell won't be A.J. Brown and Jordan Addison. You'll be lucky to get Jordan Addison. <laughs> yeah. Give me Jordan Addison and Luke Musgrave. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, though, right <clears> – <throat> Part part of the problem and part of the the tough part of navigating him is like if when you get an offer like this, the reason you have to basically just take it and not even think twice in my mind is when you have a guy like Justin Jefferson in a lineup start ten, right? Like if you're a contender and he's part of it, like he's probably a big piece of the reason you're a contender. So you're not just trying to trade away this giant dynasty value, but you're also having to realistically look and say. Like, are the pieces I'm getting back here really plugging the gaps? Are they the flex seal, as Mike would say, right? Are they the flex seal to really plug this thing up so we can keep this train going? And the reality is, a lot of times I think the offers that would come in for Jefferson don't look like this. So then you ask yourself that question, and you're like, I don't I don't think the IUC and whatever it is, right? I'm just throwing out names here, like, actually gets me – the replacement wins that I need. Like it might not actually help me win the games. 
And then at that point, you're having a much different conversation about should I trade Jefferson or not right now. When you get a guy like A.J. Brown who can give you exactly the same points and you get a young plus, it how would you not be willing to take this deal, man? It's crazy. I mean, right. I know it's Jefferson, but, dude, there's exceptions for any player, including Patrick Mahomes. And for, for a receiver, this is too easy. So I personally mm-hmm. am there. If you guys disagree, let us know in the comments. Um, Hey, we want to hear it. We want to hear it. I know Jefferson's got a crazy market, so tell us. Speaking of Jefferson, Jefferson. <laughs> looks like we got a thumbnail. Maybe we got an injury thumbnail. Oh, man. We're in the same lane, Mike, but this time... Even better. I mean, j- just... I, I, listen, I don't do this much, and I'm going to drag this old school, but, like, look at this, people. Addison is the plus here, and you're going from Tier 1, I would say, to Tier 2, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. Brees is the plus here, and you're going from Amon Ra or uh, Jefferson in Tier One to Amon Ra in Tier Two. Like, listen, I know these guys are not Justin Jefferson, but they're not far off, man. They're not like miles, and it's insane that they're. This is happening when he's injured, man. Yep. Yep. It's nuts. It's this one's easy for me. It's I mean, all the same analysis, just back to back. And and for me personally, lineup start eleven. I will take Brees Hall over Jordan Addison. Like, yeah, I think I think um, there's a real discussion there. I I probably would lean Brees too, just because. Eh, I, I ain't I, leaning, man. I'm I already jumped that line. All right. <laughs> I mean, I would say this though, right? The other thing about this second trade that's better, even if. I would take Brees Hall ahead of Jordan Addison. I'm with you. But lineup start 10 and lineup start 11, Mike, this is a lineup start 11 league. You you need to fill another spot here. So you get to get two guys in for your one injured player? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, please. Shit lineup. I love that. Uh, not affiliated with me. I did not start that league. I do not I'm, run that well, league. I do not I know, commission that league. I know that you don't. And I I just love the fact that like we're calling it – someone's name in their league a shit lineup, man. That's – all i need to know you know that's that's good stuff there buddy i don't i don't do lineups (laughs) pass i do lineups all the time they just set themselves it's called best ball all right um 12 team super flex ppr somebody took took that shit league and they just slapped a fresh coat of paint on it (laughs) called it a lineup league and we're like here this is ours now shit lineup i like the way you think 12 team super flex ppr 0.75 tight end premium Lineup start 10. We're in lineup lane, man. They're in Hickory <laughs> Valley today. Jahan Dotson in a 24 first or Stefan Diggs here, Mike? Uh, unless that 24 first is a rebuilder's early, which I highly doubt it if the guy's buying Stefan Diggs yeah, it's his, for his yeah. 24 first. Right. His, hers, whoever's it is. Um, this is Stefan Diggs by all means. Like The Jahan Dotson thing was fun for a while, man, but uh, – Glad I did like drum beat that way too hard. I'm sure people go and dig up every damn clip of me being rosy on Jahan Dotson. <laughs> but uh whoo, whoo, whoo. <laughs> Not good, man. Uh you thought I hated Gabe Davis, man. We might come to a point here where I'm dunking on Jahan Dotson. Like, can you fucking do something? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's interesting because <clears throat> so we're sitting there draft night of twenty twenty two. And Jahan Dotson gets drafted in the first round to Washington. And if you remember, speaking of the trade prior, A.J. Brown got traded to Philly within a few picks of this. And it completely overshadowed him being drafted in the first round. Mike and I were kind of in on Jahan Dotson, more so at cost, right, with the idea of 
you know, he might be someone you can have later in drafts. <clears throat> he gets that first round capital. We're a little excited. We're kind of probably at that time, you know, beating the drum for John Dotson relative to other people. And like this is a long time ago, man. The draft is 22. We're in the 23 yeah. season, dude. So his 22 season and his rookie campaign was like low volume, touchdown upside splash at play. times, right? Splash plays. He, and he was, missed he was, a lot of time and he was extremely inconsistent. He was sexy Rashid Shahid. Right. He was right. And the thing is, a lot of the metrics that you want to chase were already not really necessarily in his profile, right? It was a dicey one. There was some good, some bad. And then you had that rookie year that was very um, non-predictive, I'll call it, okay? Not something you really want to bet on in process. And the wildest thing in the middle to back half of this offseason, like after the draft and as the season's starting to approach, John Dotson's price just started upticking and upticking and upticking. And I'm like looking at keep trade cut and like, what is happening? Like, I like Dotson, but I liked him when he was, you know, wide receiver 40-ish, and I can get him at a discount. He was creeping into the 20s, and the love for him, like, is so weird for me, like, given all that and how that happened. Now looking at it, Mike, and to your point, like, this is, I'm kind of, I'm trying to give everybody a little deeper context into how this went from a love-hate thing with Jahan Dotson, and, you know, T-Rock's trying to sell me Dotson. I thought you loved Dotson. Well, T-Rock, keep up, buddy. We do uh, almost a show a day now, all right? That was a long, long time ago, buddy. Hate Dotson. All right. You could throw him in here. Yes. I will take the dig side. Goodbye. Thank you for, I mean, I don't even know if I can call it your services. Thank you for showing up. Um, you basically, you know, you, you went to training, you did everything you needed to in the process. You didn't earn a dollar for us and it's time for you to go. How about this? When you think of John Dotson, don't you also just think of Elijah Moore? Like, are we on that same arc? Right. Oh buddy. That's scary. Okay. Did some things his rookie year, you know, wasn't like super hyped coming in. Yeah. And then he had this crazy elevation and now we're seeing year two, Elijah Moore just. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so don't worry, don't worry. Next year at some point when he gets traded to Cleveland, we'll be talking about what sneakily like. (laughs) Get him out of here. We don't want him in Cleveland. All right. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. I know it. Man, stop. Mm-mm-mm. Look at this, bro. What no. What did we do? What did we do? 12 team Superflex PPR, half point, a half point tight end premium, man. Mm-hmm. A half point tight end premium or less is inconsequential. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to repeat that. Half point tight end premium leagues or less are inconsequential in difference of that position. Okay? Mm-hmm. Best ball start 11, best ball mania. Sam Lagoda or Cooper Cup, man. <laughs> you know how much I love Sam Laporta, man. But the, one of the reasons I really love Sam Laporta because apparently you can get shit like this done. This is Cooper Cup all day, right? This is Cooper Cup, seven, I don't know, eight days out of the week. There's only seven. <laughs> it's only actually seven, but it would be eight. Shit, you make it 14 if you want. Double it up. The old adage is, uh, you know, twice on Sunday, right? And shit, man, I'll take him more than twice on Sunday. It's the guy that's playing all all the slates. I'll take him on Thursday. I'll take him on Monday. All this, the 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock. This is stupid. Dude, so the other thing, too, is this is a best ball league, okay? So, like, I am not advocating 
for the record, before I say anything, I am not advocating for the Sam Laporta in any capacity, in any league, of any any circumstance when it's a half-point tight end premium. Even if it's more, I'm not. But in a half-point tight end premium, if you're telling me, like, just remove that. If it's a lineup league and you're telling me you think Sam Laporta is Travis Kelsey difference maker level, like, that's who he's going to be, like, I won't sure. do this trade. But in that one, you could – you could have your your debate with yourself and you could make this this type of a trade. This is best ball. This is Did y'all see the trade Mike made? Get the flex seal, man. You'll you'll never be upset. You just patch that thing together. You don't have to go get the big expensive thing. You can you can just fix what you already got. This is dumb. This is uh Mike, this is not best ball mania. This is maniacal. This is fucking tragic. I, I see why it's so hard for me to get deals done with B-Hall, right? Because he gets shit like this all the time. <laughs> so he has this false sense of entitlement. <laughs> I like how in October, right, or it might even be a little before that, but they start putting these emojis in that are seasonal. And I never really remember um, specifically which ones are which. But all I know is this, whatever this is, has the widest eyes. And I think I had wider eyes in this thing when I saw this trait. This is just, <laughs> get it out of here, B-Hall. Yuck. Out here parading this thing like it's just a normal trade. Good, mm-hmm. good deal, buddy. Twelve team superflex, PPR lineup start ten NFL blitz. All right, Romeo's back. Romeo in a second or Pacheco in a third, Mike. Pacheco in the third. Pacheco in the third. Lineup start ten. Uh, wide receivers like Romeo Dobbs are they grow on trees. How about that? That was a nice way of me saying they don't fucking matter. <laughs> I like your way better, though. It's much more eloquent and nicer yeah. and doesn't make you seem like an asshole. So I like how you, you queued that one up to make me look like the asshole. So well, you, you made me look like an asshole to Polar Express. So I had to get you back, buddy. You know? <laughs> That's fair. Uh, this is Isaiah Pacheco in the third. I'll do the swap. I get the third round pick back. Yes, I do give up the second, but I give up an inconsequential piece that doesn't really matter. And uh, Pacheco's been balling, and he's a running back. And then lineup start 10, I can work him in in various. I actually have some Pacheco. I kind of wish I would have had some more, and I didn't, you know, shit on him so much. But uh, here we are, man. Decent enough buy, especially on that offense with what he's doing. Yeah, lineup start 10. It's Isaiah Pacheco by, I don't know, 50 bustlings. Yeah, I mean, because, well, to your point, like, you, you talked a lot about the value, and I think the value does stack up <clears throat> relative to what it is. And um, the roster construction was really what you were kind of hitting on, where it's yeah. you want the running back, you don't want the receiver. of uh, You want the running back in this range, you don't want the receiver roster clogger of Romeo Dobbs. And so the way I look at this is this. In a lineup start 10, I don't want to have the expensive running backs, right? I want to have more stacked receivers. And I want to sell off my trailing ones or my middling ones that can actually get me legitimate draft capital liquidity back or higher end assets. <clears throat> and I definitely want to sell the Romeo Dobbs. So if you just think about it that way, and then all my liquidity that's not first, second round picks, you know, these receivers, I'm trying to then find a way to move that value into the running back space and just keep filling and churning that position over and over. When you have that mindset, like I will take, I will buy Pacheco for a second in a league like this, straight up every time. In any receiver that's in the Dobbs range, I'm selling, I'm taking a third back every time. So if you just look at this, 
Like, that's exactly what you did. Like, you, yeah. in one trade, you knocked this out of the park. And when you look at a deal like this, right, like, I think a lot of people may look at this and say it's, like, close in value. Good. I hope you think that because I want the side that I get here when I take that Pacheco side. So I think this is very well done by Pasta. Over the last four weeks, Pacheco has this, like, floor of 17 touches at the, at the running back, 17 touches in a Kansas City Chiefs offense that's, you know, usually playing as a head from, from ahead, um, you know, in the red zone quite often. That's, I mean, what more do you really want, right? And you've seen in the last four weeks, now the first two weeks of the season, not the greatest, but the last four weeks, I mean, he's he's going to be like an RB14 almost every single week, if not a little bit better with chat chances of spike weeks with multiple touchdowns. So, I mean, this is pretty easy. Romeo Dobbs does does not does not give you that nice consistent floor or the upside. <laughs> it just doesn't happen so at all. Yeah. Um it's well done, man. Uh, I like it quite a bit, Pasta. Congrats on the trade. Um that's that's pretty easy for me. All right. So we got by the way 9E. I don't know. I'm I maybe I'm missing something here, but um 25 first two of them for Devonta chain mike what do you think here two first for a guy on the shelf now i'll give you i'll give it to you h and a uh a guy on the shelf i still like quite a bit but it's two first the only thing to, to remember here now let's get let's kind of backtrack a titch here one quarterback one qb so mm. Yeah. Um, the, okay. the soup, the super flex thing, I'm, I'm out. I'll tell you the truth right now. I'm pretty sure Mike was going to be with me Two first. You can have basically any running back out there right now. How about this though? There, One there's, QB. A little, there's a little IDP mixed in, right? A little yeah. IDP mixed in here. Um, but one of the good things about our warp tool compared to some other things is we can actually see if defense matters. Yeah. <laughs> How much they matter. <laughs> We actually get a warp graph for that. Adam, one QB generally, if this was no IDP whatsoever, I'm going, uh, those picks are a little too gross in one QB. You know, like they just don't really matter. You're, you're already small starting start eight offense, right? You look at it and you go, man, does a 111, 112, and a one QB really mean shit? No, no. Even though HN's hurt, like I'd probably rather just roll out HN. Right? That's a dude who can spike and win me weeks. And I know I talk about it like it's best ball, but you still want those spikes and those weak winning upside from players in lineup leagues specifically. I don't know, Adam. This is going to come down whether this IDP means shit or not. And, uh, you know, there's only three of them. But as you've seen with my IDP league, sometimes you, you do it to the point where, holy shit, they really do matter. So maybe uh, maybe these first-round picks actually have a little value if there's some defensive players in there. Yeah, I'm looking here. <clears throat> um, th- so I just think about it though, Mike, and, and I, I think about scarcity. Like three defensive players. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, you're talking 36 starters. Like uh, it feels like the scarcity on defense. Like I can find somebody that doesn't cost me like astronomical mm-hmm. prices. You know, spoiler alert. It only took me two seconds of looking at that graph to go, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I Defense figured I matter. figured so. So there's not there's not a single one. No. Nope. <laughs> and uh Yeah. Adam, it's not good when even the 
the linebacker position, the premier position in IDP, right? Those guys who play in 3-4 or even those middle linebackers who put up a shit ton of tackles are below tight ends and warp by quite a bit. And you know how much we hate the tight end position. So there's your answer. So if I had to choose right now, I'd rather just have a chance. 100%. first and one QB where defense doesn't matter at all. And I, I'll go back and I'll, I'll – one of the main words you mentioned there was spike. And <clears throat> I want you to think about this is a lineup start eight, okay? So when we have three defense, like I'm still – navigating and learning more about the IDP waters. I'll get, I'll, I'll come out and be the first to tell you for a lot of the players, a lot of the analysis, I'm not the expert. However, I can tell you a lot of the roster construction things I study all the time, three defense. I can guarantee you, you're going to have to do what Mike did where you're basically making the elite elite players spike so hard that it would ever matter. Three defense. There's not enough scarcity for this to matter, man. And, so I just kind of, like I say, I don't equate that. But when I talk about values, I don't equate the defense. So when you think about eight starters, okay, and it's one quarterback, like this is super shallow, and it's all about skill players, not named tight end. So this is running back and receiver. I don't I don't differentiate as much as I would in like a super flex league, right? <clears throat> Devon Achan is one of the highest spike. You could argue the highest spike potential, like league winning type stuff in a lineup start eight. That's exactly, exactly what I want. I look at the, uh, the simulator, uh, by the way, that you get with the warp tool. If you do take a look at the warp tool, <clears throat> simulator will break down for you, uh, kind of projection of the league and where it's at currently and, uh, what it projects future forward. Interesting part here is that, uh, nuts and O is projected essentially third in wins at 8.96999999999 okay now the crazy part is currently projected to be six in the standing so this i think is a move where the interesting part is i think he might need some wins to stack up to get there but they think his team's very good and very well built so like, I don't know if he's going to make the playoffs or not, or if that's baked into here at all. But this is, to me, a guy that's already one of the better teams as far as the way he's roster constructed. You add in a league like this, one of the best potential spike weeks at running back to that team. Like, I'll forego the picks. Now, the one thing to note here also is that these two picks are not his own, which is, I love these type traits, right? We get all these different throw-ins and wrenches. Um... Mike, the one interesting part is that, again, this, this simulator has Bergen uh, War, War Machines, which is BW6, as a potential top three pick. However, for wins, he's up pretty high. So, like, it, I don't know if that pick actually can be uh, top three or not, but I'm okay with it because the other one is much more late. Um, like as long as you're not, as long as you don't send away Marvin Harrison in a deal like this. Like if you send away Marvin Harrison, you screwed up. But if you don't do that, like if you send away Rocket Sanders and ends up being and you know the one twelve, you're fine, man. Like in a one quarterback, you're fine here. A A Chan still could probably beat the combo of that in a lineup start eight. So I, I love I love that side. Right, <clears throat> like uh, BW BW six right first place in the league right now five and one. 
uh, Devontae yeah. Adams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jordan Addison, Tyreek Hill. Like, that's why he's up there at first. Now, could he fall off in 2025? Yeah. I mean, you don't really know what the, what teams are going to do year to year, but to me it's not like, oh, look at this. Like, in 2025, I'm sitting on a gold line, right? Roster constructed around wide receivers that all have, you know, maybe another two, three years in a, of elite production. So not not crazy to say that they'll still be competing next year. Um, who's the other one? Matthias? Matthias? Yeah, Matta. 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 A little bit worse towards the bottom of the league, right? Kind of yeah. middle of the pack, 3-3. Three, three. Um, Puka Nakua, Hollywood, Christian Kirk, Nico Collins, David Montgomery, Travis Etienne, right? Like Mark Andrews, players of note. So also, again, like nothing super glaring to me where I go, oh, panic. 2025 would be even worse. Like if this was, I don't know who we got down here at the bottom, right? Let me, let me go. Ooh, how about this dude? Who's, uh, There's oh, two teams that look really, really bad. The by the way yeah. uh, nine, which is by the way he's lo- he's the one loading up on the picks, so it's not right. you're not going to pre getting his first. And this other one is a uh, Carjartin Lang. I don't yeah, know. that that team's got awful. <laughs> so, so if, so if you're there. sending if you're sending one of those, I I could maybe have a little pause, but you're not, so I'm in. I'm good. Yeah, I want HN here. It was a long winded way of saying HN, but it's kind of cool to figure out right with the defense because. On the surface, I tell you three defense don't matter, but I can also tell you that you can really change those scorings where all yeah. of a sudden DJ Watt is, you know, much more valuable to your Let- team than Patrick Mahomes. And who would have thought when we did the startup that mm-hmm. you'd actually be saying that? Right. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. When I look at 3D, it's basically I know that it's very highly chance it's it's irrelevant unless you tell me though, like if you stack some scoring up and we have elite potential at. Forget the positions, almost any of the positions. If you're telling me there's the elite ones score high, 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 especially like linebackers and defensive ends, yeah, we're having a conversation. Outside of that, man, the three defense is just not. It ain't there. So, um, interesting one. Yeah, I was looking at that and I was thinking super flex at first, and I'm like, I'm ready to go the other way. Like, all right, like let's smash. Like, smash. I, I, I like Achan, but come on, man, two, two, two first? first, no, super man. flex no. team is easy. Yeah. We were, yeah. we, I was ready to get out of here on a high note, but then we had to start digging deep. And then you, you sneak that one, you sneak that one QB thing, and then you go. Ugh. <laughs> now, I, had that's retra- usually, I had to retrain my brain, and it was all weird, you know. That's usually my reaction to one QB, anyways. Ugh. Yeah, a little heebie-jeebie <laughs> type, you know. Shout out to Underdog too. Well, like make this super flex like contest like a year-round <laughs> thing, right? Like, who wants to play best ball mania with just one quarterback? Make these people buy quarterbacks. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, best. Just make like, it a year out there. Let's, you know, we're all getting used to new things, right? Change. Nobody likes change, but you have to get used to change, right? We don't even have to get used to change. Superflex makes it where the quarterbacks are valuable. One quarterback doesn't. Like, it doesn't. Look at the NFL. Look at how important quarterbacks are. Why are we doing this one QB thing where it's like, ah, you can just punt on it for forever, you know? Shout out underdog. We'll be brand ambassadors too. You just make best ball media super flex all the time. Trust us. Every Trust day. Us. Make it like twenty five roster spots too. Like just move it up just a little bit. Get, get a little greasy, you know. Add them spots in, man. We'll be we'll be just fine. <laughs> just a little bit. Oh, this is a good one. This yeah, it was. One. Man. It was fun. The, uh, we got a little flex seal. We got some uh, some Pacheco love. We, we got, got a lot of cold. potential from this uh, trade show here. You know, Christian, um, the thumbnail. We got we got all kind of things. It could go anyway. It could go anyway. Up, down, left, right. Uh, for us, might just go in a circle. You know. <laughs> Listen, if you're tapped in and you see the trade shows, you're starting to get a feel for McNutted. But 
you don't know him quite like I do. And I just I hear him talking them tight ends, and just the first thing immediately that comes to mind is that damn commercial. Flex seal, just the guy smacking that flex seal up on there. Bang. That's Mike, man. Cole Komet, here we go. I'd rather be that guy than the ShamWow guy. Right? <laughs> They're punching hookers. Oh, no. I'd be that guy. <laughs> ShamWow. ShamWow. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take I'll take, I'll take Flex Seal too. Yeah, easy. Yeah, La- last get, last deal on the trade show. I'll take Flex Seal. At least I could you know put a boat across the lake. Even if I cut the bottom out, right? Just put a screen door in. Boom, done. Get some Flex Seal, some Flex tape, some Flex foam, some and Flex. Just put Flex whatever. Speaking of which, if you're looking at your league and you're looking to find a way to patch this damn thing together, you made a mess. SouthHarmonFF.com forward slash Warp Koopa will get you fixed. He will be your Flex Seal. $6.90 a month, best investment you ever made. It literally is yes, like Flex Seal. You put it up on that hole, brand new. You can be brand new. You just got to listen to the instructions. So I, I um, wonder if we change his name in Discord from, you know, the Mike Ross run was fun, the suits thing, but Flex now Seal? maybe we, we just make him Flex Seal. Yeah, because you know what? He's going to be like, he's exactly Mike. He's like Flex Seal or he's like a barber that takes a lot of these bad haircuts that come in, right? Like Koopa I'll in the middle that. of the late part of the year is going to be getting a lot of these, save me, save me. How do you save me? You know? I can fix that. I could fix that. I like it. No, that's all I got. Great trade show. Go check out the website. And, and oh, 30%, man. 30%. Let's get that down to like 15. Let's get it 15. And I promise you, we get them subscribers up to 5,000. Everybody going to eat. <laughs> Everybody going to eat. I'm going to go hog wild on this. I'm just going to blow it all. We're maxing out cards left and right. Pristine auction. Hit me up if you need a partnership. Trust me, I'll probably drop way too much money on your website. (laughs) We're going to get some dope-ass shit. Well, I know where all the money from the Warp Tool went. And on that note, we will see you back here, same time, same place, next week for the 4D Chess Dynasty Trade Show. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.